ignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Oh, oh, oh. 
Jesus. His name is Emmanuel. His name is Emmanuel. God with us. His name is Emmanuel. Clap your hands for Emmanuel. On this, on this very special Sunday it gives me great joy to wish all of you a Merry Christmas may this season bring freshness strength and the abundant grace of God upon your life may the new year begin with the energy you received from this Christmas in Jesus name Amen. Amen can you turn to three people and wish them a Merry Christmas before you take your seat Hallelujah Amen Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated if you have finished wishing three people Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. What a blessing. And uh, I also want to thank your pastors and your lady pastors. Especially Pastor Peter and Reverend Michael. They have been used by God to build a wonderful church. Pastor Peter and Reverend Michael, as a sorry. And now, by the grace of God, we also have Pastor Solomon Boatin who has joined them to build the service. 
so now that we have Pastor Solomon watching with them, this new year you are going to be nothing less than 2,000 people in this service. Because he's coming on board with a great church building and church growth anointing. This Christmas, may somebody invite you to a light soup, chicken light soup with fufu. <laughs> Receive some light soup invitation. Light soup with oil on it. Oil, oil on the soup. Yes. There are some also believing God for Banku and tilapia. I don't know who they are, but you can also receive your tilapia. But I've been informed that there is a section of this church that are into goat light soup. How many of you are into goat light soup? Yes. Receive your goat light soup. So we are closing early so that you can go home and enjoy all the different delicacies. And those of you who don't have lunch and you are fasting by force, may the Lord show mercy on you and send an invitation from the side. Receive an invitation from the side. So I'm expecting that your lunch today will be fantastic. But there are some two brothers here who went to steal somebody's chicken uh, uh, yesterday. You have killed it and you are going to make light soup with it. The two brothers are over there, somewhere in the middle there. <laughs> Please return the owner's chicken to him. <laughs> yes. Or come and confess to Reverend Michael. Because I can see... <clears throat> okay, clap your hands for Jesus. They are sitting there. Ask your neighbor, ask the nearest young guy, are you the one who has gone to steal somebody's chicken? There's a brother who cannot smile well. Maybe you are the one. So, I have a short Christmas message to share with you. And I'm just continuing on from the message I shared with you last Sunday. And this time is just short. So you can't even call this. You know, last week I shared on the subject gratitude. So this is the second part of gratitude. And I'm reading from Matthew chapter 2, my interpreter will wait, I'll finish, and then as I comment on it, she will comment, otherwise all the time will go. Now, when Jesus was born 
in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? I'm preaching on gratitude. For we have seen his star in the east, and I come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophets. And this was a prophecy. And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. And when they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star, which they saw in the east, went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. You can clap. There's nothing wrong. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother. I think Joseph had gone to buy meat. And fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts. Gold, frankincense, man. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Here ends the reading of the first scripture lesson. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod. I'm preaching on gratitude. They departed into their own country another way.
if you will permit me, I want to read a second text. This time, not a typical Christmas text. From Luke 17. I'm reading from verse 12. I'll finish reading and my preacher woman and I will minister this morning. Wow. Red blouse with red microphone. What are you talking about? And as they entered into a certain village, as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show yourselves unto your priests. And, as, and it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. And with a loud voice, glorified God and fell down on his face, at his feet, giving him thanks. He was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that returned to give glory to God, save the stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. This morning, I want to wish you Merry Christmas. And I want you to know that this is a season of gratitude. It is very important that as a human being, you stay grateful thankful it's a very important virtue that is needed in a man and as I preach this message on the 12th month of the year I believe that you and I will learn from the Christmas story and be grateful. Ladies and gentlemen, it is not a good thing to be ungrateful. Paul writing to his son Timothy described the last days as perilous. Perilous. Evil. 
And he listed the things that were going to contribute to the evil in the last days. And I was surprised that one of the things Paul mentioned among the many things that made the last days evil was that men shall be unthankful. Ladies and gentlemen, being ungrateful is evil and an evil. Anybody old or young, boy or girl, who enjoys a blessing and does not say thank you is evil. It's evil. Don't only be afraid. You see, I'm speaking to a lot of young people who think that only armed robbers are evil. Or we smokers are evil. I heard recently, a few days ago, I think, somebody smoked weed and went to kill his mother. But today, I want you to add to the list of we smokers, armed robbers, wicked people, add, add ungrateful people to that list. When you do not show gratitude, you don't enjoy life. Anybody who is ungrateful has evil spirits in him or her. If you are here listening to me, and somebody has been good to you, today is Christmas Day. The Christmas story is a story of gratitude. Better go and say thank you to the person. And last week, I taught you how to show gratitude. You show gratitude by showing that you understand. When you, under, when you show understanding, it's a way of showing gratitude. When you obey, it's a way of showing gratitude. When you say thank you, it's a way of saying gratitude. David said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. He also said, if it had not been for the Lord on our side, let Israel say. So one of the ways of showing gratitude is to say. One of the ways to show gratitude is to, is to actually bestow your physical goods. When in the book of Acts, Paul healed the father of Publius. 
they were traveling the people of the city they honored Paul with goods, physical goods. But today on Christmas Day, because I've got just three more minutes, I want to just tell you one of the things that happens to you when you are ungrateful. Is that one thing? Just one thing. When you are ungrateful. So we Anybody who is ungrateful. Among the many evils that happen to you. What happens is that what you received. For which you were not grateful. Becomes your last. So the last act of kindness becomes your last. In other words, when you are grateful, you stir up more acts of kindness. So there are some of you here, what you enjoyed in 2016 is your last. Because you have proven beyond doubt that you are an ungrateful animal. Yes. Very ungrateful. So one of the things ingratitude does is that it actually terminates kindness shown towards you. But, 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 but um, I wouldn't have been even too worried if it was your kindness or your kindness or your kindness. But, but my worry is that some of you, by your behavior, you have terminated God's kindness towards you. Why do you think God notices gratitude? There's a reason why people notice things. There is a reason why people notice certain people. For instance, over over 20 years ago, my pa- I was one of many thousands of people in the church, but my pastor noticed me. Why? Because he himself is a church builder. So he noticed me that I was someone who was interested in church work. So based on what you are into, you notice Things. If you are into copper-colored girls, so you notice like like uh, Eugene, for instance, is into copper-colored girls. So he was easily able to see Samina in the church. So we Because before Samina came into the church, there were many nice girls. But he is into copper-colored. So based on what you are into Have you not noticed Well many of you haven't noticed But there are people Who move into an area 
an area they go and live in a, like this area and within two days they know where we is sold in the area two days is too much eh? first day okay, they are seeing it. immediately they arrive look where I'm staying I've been living there for how many years I mean many years I've been many years can you believe that I don't know where the weed smokers are, 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 are by their weed no, in the area? No, because I am not into weed smoking. But rather, I know all the areas where you can have good crusades in the area. So based on what you are into, you notice things. Who is God? The Bible says that anybody who comes to God must believe that he is a rewarder. He, yes, he rewards. He rewards. And because he is a rewarder, he only rewards grateful people. He rewards grateful people. That is why on Christmas Day, I had no better message for you. Some of you are ungrateful. Even how you attend church shows that you are an ungrateful person. You see, my pastor taught me something. That your presence in the meeting even shows your honor you bestow on a person. Like when I call for a church service today, and you come to church, it is a way of honoring a person. When you don't, when you come to church erratically, you are actually an ungrateful. Yes, you are an ungrateful. Some of you sitting here today, God has been good to you. God has blessed you this year. You should have died by now. You should have died by now. So you should have died by now. Some of you should be walking with just one leg. Just one leg. But by the grace of God, you are walking on two legs. But you still don't honor God for what He has done for you. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. There were ten lepers. There were ten lepers. Can you believe that Jesus Christ actually noted the number? Because no matter who you are, you can't just use your eyes to say, oh, there are ten. You must count to see that there are ten. When they were going, Jesus counted them. So I was surprised that when the guy came back, Jesus Christ did not even say, ah, but there were many of you, where are the rest? He said, were they not what? 
said to him arise sorry arise sorry just because you came because you returned arise sorry and go thy way thy faith I said thy faith being grateful is a reflection of your faith level what is faith about going to say thank you to Jesus. But there's everything faith about it. When you say thank you, you are acknowledging that God contributed to your life. Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee 
whole. There is a big difference between being healed from leprosy and being made whole. Being healed from leprosy is not the same as being made whole. Being made whole means being made whole. You can be healed from leprosy and still suffer from madness as some of you are suffering from. You can be healed from leprosy and suffer from marital quarrels. Where are the nine? Arise. Sorry. Arise. Sorry. So just by returning to say thank you, that leper became whole. And the nine of them, the healing they had was the last thing they experienced from God. Ladies and gentlemen, why is this a Christmas message? Why is this message a Christmas message? It is a Christmas message because the wise men and they were not three. The fact that they gave gold, frankincense, and men doesn't mean they were three wise men. Ten people can give three gifts. There's nowhere in the Bible you read that they were three wise. It's a medieval. I don't even want to mention the church that brought this lie. Yes. Why? Is gratitude a Christmas message? Don't go home and forget the parents and the uncle. Look, stand up. Look at them. They're sitting here. Stand up. See them. They've come to church because of you. Next year, don't call her a witch. You can now sit down. Why is gratitude a Christmas message? Why? These wise men were in the east. And a star appeared. They were not the only wise men who saw the star. But a certain grace came upon them to use the star to find Jesus. You see, there is a certain place when you find yourself you need to know that it is a privilege. For instance, if you are in church on Sunday today, it is not a small thing to be in church. It's not a small thing to be in church. You see, I was in Harare, Zimbabwe. 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 I, met, I went to a big church. And I met a, the, 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 the personal assistant of the head pastor. An elderly woman, a Ma, Christian woman. Nice woman. Ma, me fe fe 
And she looked at me and said, Bishop, Bishop, thank you for bringing Healing Jesus campaign to Harare. I was surprised. I said, why? Oh, why? I have never seen a crusade before. I have never seen a crusade before. Apparently in Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe the last time they had a major crusade was 36 years ago when Bonky was there. I said, what? So I realized that some things that you think are ordinary and commonplace and everybody must know about it, there is somebody who finds it new and strange. There is a girl this morning weeping she cannot find her way to a church. It is not a small thing to find a church. It is not an, a, a good church like the Bread of Life Cathedral. It's not a small thing. It's not a small thing. If you are sitting here in church, it's not because you love God. It's not because you know how to find directions. But a certain mighty hand of God held your hand and guided you and put you in the church. The wise man knew that the treatment they had was special. So when they went, the Bible says they opened their treasure. I said they opened their treasure. Listen now. They opened their treasure. I said they opened their treasure. You remember last week I told you that one of the ways to show gratitude is to bestow your physical goods, your iPad, your bag. They opened their treasures and brought out of their treasures gold, frankincense, man. These are the best in the categories they find themselves in. They showed gratitude, they gave their best. They did not just come and go. They wanted to point out to God that coming from the east to see a baby was a special event in their lives. Some of you must write a letter to your mother to show her that what she did for you last year was special. When you finish your wedding, go and look for certain people, including me, and say thank you. They opened their treasures. Some of you sitting here, you are actually cursed. You, are, you, you, you have broken. 
touching somebody's heart. Somebody did something for you. And the treatment you have given the person. The person quietly whispered something in his bedroom. It is going against you, but you don't know it's going against you. But what pains me is that you are bringing such a behavior also to God. This year, this year, you cannot even count. I love the hymnist who said, count your blessings and name them one by one. Some of you sitting here, you are so evil. The only thing you know about God is what he has not done for you. If they ever give you a full scrap sheet, A4, and say write an essay about God, what you will write is a husband he did not give you, the pregnancy you never had, the job you lost, but you have never sat down to count the many blessings, including the ability to even see me as I'm talking. If you can see me, it's a blessing. If you can hear me, it's a blessing. If you can clap your hand, there are some people who cannot clap their hands. My God, my God, out of their treasure, I said, out of their treasure, out of their treasure, the Bible does not describe them as rich men. They were only wise men. Solomon tells us of a wise man who was poor. They were not rich men. But they gave God their best. They gave God their best. And what was God's reward? What was God's reward? What did God do for them? The next verse. The next verse. As soon as they gave the gold. The next major event was a supernatural intervention of God in a matter that they were about to walk in to destroy themselves. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod because they, were, they had agreed with Herod that they will go and see the boy yeah. and return and give him the location, the coordinates where the baby was around Madina Estate by the public toilet there's a, a Abrafon Katia whatever there and then there are some places where cows and goats sleep that is where that is where Christ was. So they had come to Jesus and they were, the next thing was that they were going to destroy themselves. And Herod was waiting to finish them. Ladies and gentlemen, the only thing we know about this man was that they were wise. That's the only thing we know that they were wise. But their wisdom could not help them from being 
destroyed by Herod. They needed a supernatural intervention. And when, when God saw that they were grateful, he also rewarded them with supernatural prophetic direction. Somebody here, because you are an ungrateful person, your plans will come to pass next year. You mean you said because you are ungrateful? What you have planned, it will come to pass. What you don't know is that that plan you have is what is about to destroy you. One of the blessings of God is to step into your plans. That boy you are about to marry. That investment you are about to make. That travel you are about to travel. That person you are bringing into your life. All our lives. There are certain decisions we take. That are not helpful. These were wise men. But they were not wise enough to know that Herod was going to destroy them. It took a supernatural event. Which came as a response to their show of gratitude. In 2017, may Jehovah intervene supernaturally. May your gratitude spark off an intervention of God may he do something about that boy who is about to marry you and destroy your life you see that suddenly he will die or suddenly something bad will happen to him that businessman who is coming to dupe you of two million dollars the day you are about to sign he will have diarrhea and collapse may God deliver you from the Herod you are about to visit when you show gratitude some of you this year you must become shepherds you are wicked. You are ungrateful. And God will show you. He will allow you to go on. He will watch, read your Bible carefully. He stood and watched people. In fact, for some of them, the prophets standing by them said, this person's behavior is because God wants to destroy him. May God not destroy you this year. I said, may God not destroy you this year. May you show gratitude by obeying God, by serving God, by loving God. Show that what God has done for you has been acknowledged and noticed by you. 
The Lord is by your grace that my husband is standing by my side. It is by your grace. Don't be wicked. Don't be a devil. Don't always see God in the, in the, with the eyes of things he has not done for you. Look at what he has done. Look at what he has done. May your gratitude make you whole. Amen. May your gratitude bring God's intervention into your life. I want you to stand to your feet right now. Gently stand to your feet. And lift up your two hands and pray to God and say, Lord, this year, this year I want to be grateful. You've done so much for me. You've done so much for me. My son. My daughter. My family. My husband. My sister. Lord. Lord. I particularly notice. Some of you even thank God that you are in church. And say, Lord, in the coming year, I want to serve you. I want to serve you. Not out of my rubbish, but out of my treasure. Out of my treasure. Out of my treasure. My sister, how come you are standing in church with a nice dress? Why are the nine condom skirts and nine, nine, nine blouses that show your breast? Where are they? Think you are deceiving God? I cannot fool you. Where are the nine? Lebro Casa. Similibose Bandere Bacandere Bese. Regia da Casa, Cadigede, Gerege, Gerege, Gerege. I said the next thing after frankincense was a warning in a dream. No matter how great you are, you need God to warn you. And as every head is bowed, everybody close your eyes. If you are here today, you are not born again. He wants me to pray for you to give your life to Christ. I'm going to pray for you to give your life to Christ. Every eye closed. Just lift your hand wherever you are. You want to be born again. Lift your hand wherever you are. I want to pray for you. You want to be born again. Lift your hand. You want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. And if your hand is up, come to me in front here. Come. From outside. Wherever. Come. Outside. Inside. Come. Quickly. Yes, come. Come. Come to Jesus. Lift your two hands and let me pray. Say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sins. Even the son of ungratefulness. You've done so much for me. But my life hasn't been lived to thank you. But my life hasn't 
been lived to thank you. I've not lived a proper life to say thank you. I've not lived a proper life to say thank you. Today. Today. I return to you. I return to you. I ask you to wash my sins. I ask you to wash my sins. Give me a brand new start. Give me a brand new start. A new day. I thank you. 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 For my salvation. For my salvation. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not going back to the world. I'm not going back to the world. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to serve you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.